0: Welcome to the Nimrod Outdoors podcast, where we challenge and equip men, husbands, and fathers to become the spiritual leaders of the home. Let's dive right in.
1: What's up, guys? This is Chelsea with Nimrod Outdoors. Thank you so much for tuning in. And hey, we are so thankful for our sponsors. Because of them, we are given the opportunity to invite men to participate in our retreat weekends, make this podcast, provide respite care for pastors and missionaries, and do speaking engagements. For every new sponsor that supports us for just $20 a month, we get to take another step forward in sharing the gospel and changing lives one family at a time. So thank you. If you're interested in becoming a Nimrod Outdoors monthly sponsor, please visit nimrodoutdoors.com backslash give. Hey, we hope you enjoy this episode.
0: Well, what's going on, guys? This is Ma Dozier with part two of our part of our three-part series of "Stay Humble, Stay Focused, and Keep Pressing." Last week, we talked about humility, and we talked about what it truly means to fight uh, underneath the lordship of Jesus Christ, and and how David went forward fighting against Goliath um, with humility, knowing that. Uh, the battle was not David's, the battle was the Lord's, um, and that if we go forward claiming victory uh, in Jesus, that uh, he will, if we humble ourselves in that, that he can make the thing, our path straight, and he can defeat any foe that is in front of us. Uh, But ultimately, we have to acknowledge in our own lives that there's nothing we can do on our own accord to defeat the enemy uh, of the devil. Um, The battle is... Is won and the victory is found solely in Christ and as men husbands and fathers as we spiritually lead our families that is a hard thing that we have to come up with um, and we have to understand but if we can humble ourselves uh, again you know we we find victory in that and so this week I want to talk about staying focused in the world today there is a ton of different distractions uh the world vies for our attention on multiple different levels, and not all of them are bad. You know, some of these distractions are, are what we would classify as good distractions. Um, our culture today has gotten extremely busy. Um, I, I feel like the world is spinning faster and faster. Uh, we have activities, and we have uh, youth sports, and we, you know, every every one of our kids has something to do. Um, we have, you know, social media. We now have access to a whole lot more than we did even just ten years ago. And uh, it seems like uh, there's a saying out there that says, if, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Um, and so we need to make sure that we are staying focused and, and taking time to sit at, at the feet of the Lord and, and continue to say, all right, Lord, what do you want from me? How do you want me to lead? And, and what is our next step? And, uh, and not playing the comparison game. I think as men, we play a comparison game, whether we want to admit it or not we look at what other people are doing. We look at the successes of other people um, and the devil builds up seeds of jealousy in our hearts. um, And we, we start saying, Oh man, like I, I, you know, I want to do that or I want to do this or or, that's what I should be doing. Or, I mean, even good things. I mean, godly men in my lives, I see that are being successful and doing things. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I want to model after what they're doing. Um, And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, Paul even says, follow me as I follow Christ, you know, uh, But in reality, our individual relationship with Christ, uh, we can't chase the coattails of anybody else. Like it is our personal relationship. And at the end of the day, what God has called that man to do may not be what God has called me to do. And we need to be focused on the calling that God has in our lives. Um, And again, we're going to dive into the story of David and Goliath. Um, And we're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter uh, 17. And this, we're going to kind of go back to the beginning. We started off with stay humble, and we were in the midst of the battle with David and Goliath. Um, and we saw how David showed humility and basically said, you know, the victory is found in the Lord. Um, and today, the, the whole assembly will know that uh, this victory was won only by the Lord. Um, and so today, we're going to kind of go back a little bit to the beginning of chapter 17, And talk about what God had David doing uh, before he even showed up on the battlefield. And and I find this interesting because this is something that I think all of us as men struggle with. But, uh, you know, basically what's going on here is uh, Goliath, like the Philistines and the Israelites are at war. um, And they have brought forth uh, this champion Goliath. um, And basically they've just said, hey, instead of us going to, you know, war uh, with everybody we'll bring up forward our champion, you bring forward your champion, and whoever wins, wins. Um, And so they bring forward Goliath, and it says that all these men like are afraid and terrified, and they're like, nobody could go against him. He's too big. He's too strong. And David shows up to the scene and was like, you know, a little old scrappy young man and was like, no, I'm not going to stand for this. But what I find interesting is, um, you know starting in chapter 17 verse 12 it says this now David was the son of Uphirite of Bethlehem in Judah named Jesse who had eight sons and in the days of Saul the man was already old and advanced in years the three oldest sons of Jesse had followed Saul to the battle and the names of his three sons who went to the battle were Elib the firstborn and next Abinadab and the third Shah- Shaham David was the youngest the three eldest followed Saul, but David went back and forth from Saul to feed the, feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. For 40 days the Philistines came forward and took his stand morning and evening. So what I find interesting is the three oldest sons went to war. And it says that David was kind of going back and forth, back and forth, but I think David was more of just a spectator. He, w- he was going, and it even says in 17, it says, And Jesse said to David his son, Take for your brothers Elaph, um, of this parched grain and these tin loaves and carry them quickly to the camp of your brothers. And so what David was doing really was just, you know, delivering food to his brothers, checking in on them, saying, hey, what what's going on? How's the war going? But David was not um, enlisted in the army. And I know, you know, a lot of times I, I guarantee you if if David was the man that I think he was um, and the man of character and the man of passion and the man of, um, you know, just wanting to get up and go do something about it. um, The fact that his three oldest brothers went to war and that he had to stay back and watch his father's flock probably just tore him up. Like he wanted to be at war with his, with his brothers. Um, And I think every man, like I said, the comparison game there, um, we, we, we look and we're like, man, they are going to battle for the Lord or they're doing this or they're being successful on that. And so that's what I need to be doing. Um, but today, you know, we're talking about staying focused and staying focused on what God has for you in the moment that he has you in, because again, he has a plan for us and ultimately God's plan is perfect. And so we need to align our hearts to his perfect plan, um, so that we can, we can walk through that plan um, and be blessed by um, what god has for us but anyways it you know it says david went back and forth from saul to feed his father's sheep at bethlehem and it says you know he showed up and it says now saul and that and uh, now saul and they and all the men of israel were in the valley of elah fighting with the philistines and it says and david rose early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper and took the provisions and went as Jesse had commanded him and so and he came to the encampment as the host was going out to battle line shouting the war cry and Israel and the Philistines drew up for battle army against army and David left the things in charge of the keeper of the baggage and ran to the ranks and went to and went and greeted his brothers as he talked with them behold the champion The champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, came up out of the ranks of the Philistines and spoke the same words as before. And David heard him. All the men of Israel, when they saw this man, fled from him and were much afraid. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And the king will enrich the man who kills him with great riches and will give him His daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. And David said to the men who stood by him, What shall be done for this man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For this is the this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God. And the people answered him in the same way, so it shall be done to the man who kills him. Now, what I find interesting is, you know, David now is starting to gain courage. He's like, All right. He's like, "What's going on here?" Well, you skip down to verse 31 and basically David said this when the words that David spoke were heard, they repeat they were repeated that they repeated them before Saul and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, "Let no let no man's heart fail of him. Your servant will go and fight the Philistine." So David is basically saying, "Hey, if no one else is going to fight, I'm going to fight. And, then, and Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight for him, for you are but a youth, and he has been a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And when there came a lion or a bear and took the lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and de- delivered it out of his mouth. And if he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has struck down both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them, for he has defied the armies of the living God. And David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So this is what I find interesting. Okay, I know David's three oldest brothers went to war. And I know if if I was in David's position, I would be sitting there probably pouting and upset that I couldn't go to war myself. And I'd be sitting there saying like, "They get to go to war. They're doing this. They're doing that. And I'm just sitting here watching sheep." Um, and how many times in my own life have I felt like, "All right, God, what's going on? Like, I feel like I'm on the sidelines. I feel like I'm benched. I feel like I'm I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm not being productive." Um, what's the deal here? Um, and what I find interesting in this story is as men, we need to be focused on what God has for us in the moment. I think a lot of times we try and look forward, um, and we try and, you know, plan out, um, our lives. And, you know, when I was growing up, you know, in school, they were always like, Hey, what's your, what's your five year, your 10 year, your 15 year plan. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't plan things out, you know, being prepared for things is great. But what I am saying is if we don't spend time to ask God what his plan for our life is, then we are missing the, the entirety of, of the boat. Like, because our plans are are destined to fail. God's plans are perfect. And so if we have a five-year, 10-year and a 15-year plan One thing is we need to make sure they align with what God's perfect plan is. And two, if they don't align with God's perfect plan, then we need to be open and show humility in the fact of, okay, this is how I thought it was going, but it's not going that way. Let's readjust. Let's come back to what God has called us to.
1: What's up, what's up? It's time for that mid-podcast shout-out. But hey, we need some business partners to make a shout-out to. So by becoming a business partner... You get a place on our website and advertising right here on our growing podcast. To learn more, please visit nimrodoutdoors.com backslash ministry partners. Now back to the episode.
0: Um, but I think a lot of times in my own life, I get frustrated, especially, you know, in, in the ministry of Nimrod outdoors, you know, we've been doing this eight years, um, you know, it's been something that my wife and I have felt called to uh, 100%. Um, we we basically uprooted our whole family from North Carolina and moved down to Georgia in order to pursue this. Um, and there's a lot of times that uh, I have conversations with God in quite honesty and in transparency. I'm like, all right, Lord, what's the deal? Like, We've been down here almost three years and, uh, you know, I, I want to pursue this full time, uh, but I'm still having to work a job to pay bills. Um, and, and all I really want to do is to share the gospel with people. Um, so, so what's the deal, you know, all right, God, like, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm just sitting here tending sheep. Like I want to be out on the battlefield. I want to be doing full-time ministry. Um, But you just have me sitting here doing it, you know, just running back and forth to the battlefield, just bringing food to people and and doing this and doing that. And one thing when I read the story, God, God really showed me is like, hey, my timing is perfect. And you don't know what I'm preparing you for in this moment that is going to be extremely, extremely beneficial down the road. And that may be 10 years. That may be next month. I don't know. But what, what I find interesting is, is God kept David watching his sheep. And by David not grumbling, and complaining, David was solely focused, still focused on continuing to protect his, his dad's sheep. And it, what does he say? He's like, hey, when a lion or a bear came and took this sheep, I went after it. And I went and found it. And he says, I struck it down. And he says, you know, I got, I got the lamb back. And if, it, if this animal turned on me, he said, I took it by the beard and I struck him and I killed him. And it says, your servant has both struck down lions and bears. And so David's going forth with confidence against Goliath because he's like, hey, I've gone up against wild beasts and wild animals. Like, this is going to be no different. And he had confidence in the Lord because the Lord had prepped him and prepared him in, in his father's fields in order to go against Goliath. And what I find so, so awesome and so interesting is, and what God has told me is, don't miss out on what I'm, what I'm teaching you now, because you are too focused on getting to the future. You know, in this moment, there's something that you can learn in this moment. There's some skill that you can hone in this moment. I am preparing you and I'm molding you for something so much better. But if you're going to sit here and, and I'm talking to myself here, if I'm just going to sit here and grumble and complain and not really stay focused on what God has for me, then I'm missing the point of this season of my life. Even if I don't enjoy this season, even if I'm not um, not excited about what I'm doing in this season of my life, God has a purpose in it. And if I stay focused on that pur- purpose, then whenever the time comes for him to bring forward to what he has called me to, just like David. Like he, you know, he finally brought David to a point of, of you know, putting him up on a on a platform to say, all right, David, now's your time. I've prepared you in the field. I've, I've given you ample time to practice on lions and bears. And now here's somebody that is coming against me and coming against the Lord's armies. And this man will be no different. And David could go for it in confidence because he had been there. He had done that. Yes, this was a man of war, but David knew, hey, I, I've gone up against a lion and a bear. And and what I find interesting, too, is last week when we talked about humility, you know, David David knew from the get-go that this battle was going to be won by, by God and God alone. There's nothing David could do. Well, interesting enough, when he talks about, you know, going after the lions and bears— He had the same humility because it says, and David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And so David knew from the get go that no matter where he went and what he did, his success and everything was found in the Lord. And he was focused. He stayed solely focused on the task at hand. And I know I know he wanted to be at war with his brothers, because that's what I'd want to be. And you could see that with him going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He wanted to be there. But ultimately, God had him in a place and in a season of his life that he may not have enjoyed. He may have sat there and been like kicking rocks in the field and complaining and grumbling. Um, I don't know. But I know that's what I would have been doing. I, w- I do it all the time. I sit here and I say, all right, Lord, what, what, what's the deal here? Because I want to be doing this, but you have me here doing that. And what God has spoken to me in this story is just stay focused on what I have for you right here. And right now work on what I have in front of you and you don't know what I'm preparing you for. You just continue to stay focused. You continue to stay where I have you until I tell you to move and you stay focused at the task at hand and what I'm called you for because I'm molding you and I'm preparing you and I'm sharpening your skills so that when you have to go face a Goliath, you are prepared and ready for that, um, and so as as men, it is amp- is so important that we stay focused on what God has for us. Um, and the devil wants to prick at us, and the devil wants us to play the comparison game. And the devil wants us to look at the world and say, "Man, look at what they have and what they're doing." And um, you know, the minute we start getting into that comparison trap of you know, looking at other men and and other people and what they do, and again, social media is is just a breeding ground for contempt, contempt and and pride and uh, envy and all that. Um, you know, all those all those things that I just listed right there. David could have easily felt like envy of his brothers for being able to be at war, and um, you know uh the pride of sitting there saying i'm better than this like that, like I, I i mean how many times have you been in a situation where someone gives you a job to do and you're like man that's just busy work like i'm better than this or or you feel like the job at hand is beneath you um you know uh, you know, i guarantee you david at some point in time probably felt like that um i feel like that all the time like you know someone gives me a job that's just like you know i'm so much more skilled than what you are giving me and what you're telling me to do um, and at the end of the day, that's pride, and as men, we sit here, and uh, we don't, you know, we get offended by that, and we we get upset, but here's the thing. Sometimes God puts us in a season that we feel like is uh, pointless, um, but God never does anything that's pointless. God has a purpose in everything, and so as men, we need to Solely sit at His feet and stay focused on who He is, and maybe, maybe the purpose of the season you're in right now and the season I'm in right now is is just to to give us rest and give us rejuvenation. And the Lord said sitting here saying, "Hey, look, I just I just want you to get to know Me more. I, I just want you to pour into the relationship we have together. Um, I don't necessarily want you to go do anything for Me." I just want you to get to know me and build your relationship with me and love on me so that I can love on you. Um and uh and so at the end of the day we are called to stay focused Solely focused on what God has for us here and now, and not try and get distracted, not allow the devil to distract us here or there, or tell us, "Hey, look at what that guy's doing. That's what you need to be doing." Um, and and at the end of the day, like I said, what that guy over there is doing may be godly, and God may have called him to that. But the question we need to ask as men is, God may have called him to that, but what has God called me to? And David was not called to the war. He was not called to the front lines of war immediately. He was called to watch his father's sheep. And he did that with humility and he did it with, he stayed focused on what, what, what the job was at hand. And here's the deal. I know if I was David in David's shoes, if I was sitting there and I was frustrated and I was upset and I was questioning God saying, all right, God, what, what's the deal here? Um, and a lamb, uh, you know, a lion came and got a lamb. I'd probably sit there and go, whatever. You know, I, I would be complacent to it. Um, and, and say, you know, I like basically the devil would have bred contempt in my heart where um, I wouldn't have been so apt to do the job. A hundred percent. I would have got lazy. I would have got um you know, just a little complacent in what, what the job at hand is. And I see that in my life all the time. Like if I don't feel like I'm being challenged and I don't feel like I'm actually being utilized to the best of my ability, I kind of, I get slack and I get lazy. Um, but at the end of the day, there is something to be learned in every moment that God has us in, in every situation he has us in. So are we staying focused to what God has called us to, um, or are we getting distracted? And if we get distracted, Here's the thing of the devil. If David had gotten distracted and he had not been fervently watching over his father's sheep, if the bear came and took the sheep or the lion came and took the sheep and David didn't go after him, would David have been prepared? Would David have gone, been able to have the confidence to go against Goliath if he had not stayed focused on the task at hand of watching his father's sheep? So as we go out this week, Let's remember to stay focused on what God has us in, even if we don't understand it, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it is, it seems like it is a dry and desolate place of no, no productivity and no spiritual growth. I guarantee you that there's opportunity there to grow ourselves spiritually and to get to know God better. And ultimately, like I go back to this story all the time, but Mary and Martha, um, you know, Mary and Martha with Jesus in the house and Martha's running around doing everything and serving all that. And Mary is just sitting at Jesus's feet. And Martha comes to comes to Jesus is like Mary or comes to Jesus and is like, tell Mary to get up and go do something. Can you not see that I'm doing all this by myself? And what does Jesus say? Jesus says, Martha, Mary is doing what is good and what is right. She's just sitting at my feet and getting to know me and, and loving on me. You're the one out here, and yes, you're doing all this for me. Great, but that's not what I've called you to. I've called you ultimately to know me and to get your soul right with me and have a relationship with me. It's hard to have a relationship if you never spend time with me. And that's something that I've had to come back to time and time again is ultimately God has called me to have a relationship with him. And that is first and foremost. And if I could get that right, everything else falls into place. And I need to stay focused on that. So as you go out this week, again, stay humble, stay focused, and keep pressing forward. Um, And next week, we will talk about the pressing forward factor of what that looks like. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this one. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you would like to learn more about the ministry of Nimrod Outdoors, find us on Facebook or look us up at nimrodoutdoors.com. We hope you have a great day, and we hope to see you next time.